The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. We are going to be looking into the Word of God, and we are discussing developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. To a great extent, your success in life and ministry or business is tied to your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Your success in life, a ministry, or in business is tied to your relationship and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the divine agent sent to help you fulfill destiny. The word comforter is the word paraclet or paracletus. It refers to one called alongside to help you as you move toward your destiny. You see that? And that's why Jesus told the early church, in fact, in Luke 24 verse 49, before the Holy Ghost came, he said, tarry you in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Because without the Holy Spirit, you cannot fulfill destiny. And that's the sad thing because many Christians don't even know the importance of the Holy Spirit in their lives. They think the Holy Spirit is only for pastors. No. It's for every one of us. In Acts 2 verse 38, Peter said, repent every one of you. He says, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and shall receive the gift of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Next. It says, for the promises to you and to your children and to all who are found, as many as the Lord our God will call. It's for everyone. It's for you, for your children, for everyone. Because all you need is present in the Holy Spirit. It is the spirit of wisdom. You need wisdom. It is the spirit of understanding. You need understanding. It is the spirit of counsel. It is the spirit of, you need counseling, like guidance. It is the spirit of might. You need strength for destiny. It's the of knowledge. You need knowledge. It's the of the fear of the Lord. You need to walk in a fear. Because the Bible says that to fear the Lord is to hate evil. For us, 8 verse 13. So, how do I get to a point where I can hate sin? The Holy Ghost will bring you that. See? And this wonderful person of the Godhead is being neglected by many. Some see him as a force. Some see him as storms. He's a person. In John 16, verse 13, Jesus said, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come. Notice when he is a person. You see that? In John 14, verse 26, Jesus said, The Comforter, see, the, the Comforter whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. The Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, is the Comforter. Paracletos, the one called to help you, your helper, in the pursuit of destiny. It says, he shall teach you. Jesus called him a he, so he's a person. In John 14, verse 16, Jesus said, I'll pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. He's a person. August 2002, the Lord spoke to me. He said, if you recognize me as a person, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, I'll thrust you ahead of those who envy now, when I heard those words, I thought I was the only one he had told. 
until I had two other men of God who rose to prominence very early in life. And they said, the Holy Spirit told them, if you recognize me as a person, I'll thrust you ahead of those you've envied. So I knew that the Holy Ghost is a key, reach, listen to this, to accelerated progress in life and ministry. If you want to be popular or known, it's the Holy Ghost that announces you. In Luke 4 verse 14, the Bible tells us that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit and the news of him went in fact, if you look at the Oak and the fame of him, they say they went out the fame of him through all the region round about. The fame of him. The Holy Ghost announces you. And that's why you need to develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit. One time he told me he has never raised a failure. And that's true. Everyone is raised in success. It was letting me know that my life is in good hands. And I'm not a failure by the grace of God. See, the Holy Ghost is the spirit of grace. Zechariah 12 verse 10 is a spirit of grace. It's a spirit of grace, the Holy Spirit. So what is it you want that the Holy Ghost cannot bring to you? Zechariah 12 verse 10 is a spirit of grace. Praise God. Are you all there? It says, upon the house of David and upon the hands of Israel, the spirit of grace and supplications. That's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, if you read Romans 1, I believe verse 4, is the spirit of holiness. Is the spirit of holiness. You want to live a holy life, you need to relate to the Holy Spirit. You need to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Is this helping anybody today? All right. So how do I develop intimacy? We said number one, you have to be born again. Because the Holy Spirit is a gift God gives to believers. Jesus is God's gift to the world. The Holy Ghost is God's gift to the church. Jesus is God's gift to the world. The Holy Ghost is God's gift to the church. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God gave his son to the world. But he gave the Holy Ghost to the church. You see that? In John 7 verse 37, the Bible says on the last day, on the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst him, come unto me and drink. Verse 38, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of, the, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Verse 39, So, but this spake of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not given, because Jesus was not, was not yet glorified. So the Holy Ghost is God's gift to the church. So if you're a believer, when are you going to receive your gift? See, so when are you going to receive your gift? It's something the Father wants to give you. Because when you receive the Holy Spirit and learn to relate with Him and fellowship with Him, He upgrades the quality of your life. Hallelujah. Number two, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. See? The influence of the Holy Spirit is priceless in the kingdom, uh, Christian experience. It empowers us to live out our convictions and be witnesses for Christ. You cannot even do business well without the Holy Spirit. It will show you how to do business. Like one of the men that was into building the satellites and the LEDs of building satellites hung in space. And they were thinking of how they are going to build it. And those two tongues and interpretation. And they understood they should build the satellite like a bird. Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Number three, be led by the Holy Spirit. In Romans 8 verse 14, the Bible says, for as many as are led by the Holy Spirit, they are 
the sons of God. Number four, that's what we left off in the other service. Fellowship with the word of God by reading and meditating on the word. You meditate on the word. When you fellowship with the word of God and, and you meditate, you read, you're actually going to develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit because the word of God is the thoughts of God captured on paper. The word of God is the thoughts of God captured on paper. Jesus said the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. John 6, verse 63. So the word of God is, a, is a, the, the voice of the spirit captured on paper. The Bible is God speaking to us. Because all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. In 2 Timothy 3, verse 16, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. In 2 Peter 1, verse 20, the Bible says, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. Then it says in verse 21, it says, For prophecy never came by the will of man, but the holy men of God spoke as we were moved by the Holy Spirit. As we were influenced by the Spirit. So the Bible, this Scripture we have here, is the thoughts of God captured on paper. Number five, we said, do the word. If you want to develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit, you have to be a doer of the word. And we read John 14, 21 and 23. Jesus said, he wants my commandments and keeps them. It is he who loves me. Now, Jesus lets us know love is a verb, not a noun. Love is an act, not just a fact. It's an act. See? It says, he who has my commandments... And keeps them, it is he who loves me. So in the kingdom of God, love is a verb. And what is a verb? An action word. It's a word that describes an action. In Romans 5 verse 8, the Bible says, God demonstrated his love toward us in this, that while we're yet sinners, it says Christ died for us. So God demonstrated his love. So love is a verb. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So love is a verb. If there's no action following love, it's hypocrisy. Because true love is an act. Are you following me? True love is an act. And you've got to know that. When someone says, I love you, I love you, what have you done to show you love me? Hello? And that is not a manipulation some young men do when they lie to God and say, If you love me, let's do it. Hey. The Bible says love is patient. The proof of love is your willingness to wait. So any young man that will force you and manipulate you to sleep with you doesn't love you. Because love is patient. The proof of love is the willingness to wait. So when someone is not willing to wait, he doesn't love you. Oh, let's get married. Okay, we're going to take you through counseling. Three months. Now I want to marry one month. No, you don't love her. I thought I did. No, you don't. Let me just show you scriptures because in our church, our rule is that everything we preach, must, we must give you scriptures. Can you, can you remember that? I said, can you remember that? All right, let's look at this. Let's look at a man called Jacob. Genesis 29. And um, I want to read verse... Let me... Get it now. Okay, verse 15. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me what your wages shall be. 
You know, sometimes when family members work for us, we don't pay them. It's not always the best way to do things. You see, because money is a measure of value. No matter how little pay your family member working for you, even if they live in your house. See, because money is a reward for value. You are telling them you value their work. Are you following me? So whatever little thing, pay them. That's how Jewish people raise their children. They train them to work for a pay. And that's why they command the business sector in the world because they understand that money doesn't drop from trees. Money is a reward for value. If your boner is working for you, for instance, and you just feed him in your house, you clothe him, you do everything for him, you've taught him how to be irresponsible. See? So you let him know, I'm paying you this. Oh, Uncle, uh, can you just give me some money for the boys we're going to enjoy? Don't you have money? Didn't you, when you paid? Uncle, you have a salary. You are training that boy to be one of the leaders tomorrow than spoiling your child. Jews don't do that. From 12 years old, they teach you as a boy, you are responsible now. So the boy, Daddy, I need some money. He says, okay, go mow the lawn. And he pays him for mowing the lawn. And tomorrow, he's, he's starting businesses. He has started mowing lawns all around, and he has like... 15, 20 boys mowing all the lawn in the estates. Before long, he started a business that is, because he has learned networking. From how old is he? Sometimes 8 years, 10 years, 12 years. So, by the time he's 22, he has a multi-million dollar company. And they say, how? God just blesses the Jews. No, they are smart. They told him, his father could have been giving him everything. Uh, mommy, I need, hey, 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 good, good, good. Okay, your room is dirty. Go clean your room. Wash your clothes. All right, what much do you say you need? You need 3000 Here's the money. Mommy, I've cleaned my room everywhere. It's clean. I wash my clothes. Take a 3K. Thank you. Okay. You wash clothes for 3K. Knock on the neighbor's door. You say, if I wash your clothes, will you pay me 3000 you see the Jewish how they raise their children? But here you give the child everything. Mommy, I want car. Take. Mommy, I want this. Take. Father dies. They sell everything. They had no sense of responsibility. Now, I'm not saying you should not do things for your children. I hope you get my point. But raise them with a sense of responsibility. Don't teach them that money falls from sky. Daddy does not mean money. Daddy is a person. Daddy... Daddy, daddy, see here, what do you want? Oh, my baby girl, come here. What do you want? Daddy, I want a little jet of a birthday present. Don't worry, I'll sign it. I'll order it. They never amount to anything. They were parasites, <laughs> sucking their father's well. But some children, they're adding value to the father's wealth. At 22, he says, Daddy, this business, you have a branch in the other city. Yeah, it's uh, something I would have loved to. Daddy, I can do it. No, you're too young. Daddy, I'm, I'm a graduate. I can do it. I, didn't, I don't mind my I say I can do it. Um, but I'm thinking of your security. Daddy, was there security when I was on campus? Uh, all right, I will send you with a couple of my people. Go and do the survey. Daddy, I've done the survey. Ah, this boy, you had a shuku. 
Because he raised him to be responsible. Many of you are raising your children, Daddy, Mommy, Daddy, Mommy. Now they are married, they are still calling you. Because they never grew up. Hello, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, my boy, how are you? <laughs> Daddy, you are fine. That's the wife, you are fine, the children, very fine, sir. So how are you people? Daddy and God with the look. Then why? If you're looking at God, don't tell your daddy you're looking at God because they're telling him to send you money at God with the look. Really? Yeah, so daddy. <laughs> daddy, this lockdown, they do things. So. Daddy, daddy. Are you see using that account, daddy, very well, sir. Like how much? Daddy, like 200. Daddy. Chief. Your mates are starting multi-million dollar company running away from their parents. They didn't steal the money because they had a sense of responsibility. See, let me tell you, nothing kills wisdom like begging. If you want to kill wisdom in your life, start begging. It will lift from your life. Why don't you beg as a ministry? Why don't we beg? Please help us. We're on TV. Can't you see? You know there's a lockdown help. See my BFS white help. Wisdom just leaves you. Because one thing about a wise man, a wise man has a sense of responsibility. See, apostle, they say what I'm doing is not an essential. Find essential and do essential. Essential. Hello? So you wake up in the morning, you are frying their car in a different way. Instead of using newspaper, you use nylon bag, transparent, fine nylon bag. So here's your bean cake. Thank you. Bring it. You package it to the brown paper, put it, it's more expensive. You pay for the paper and the nylon I give you. See, now because your head is, just think if I was a business. You just see one fine Akara shop. As if he's finding Akara, me, I'm just there, just serving the things. Say, hey, hello, welcome to Carry Shop. Carry Shop, hello. See, yeah, thank you. How much you want? Say, give me um, 1,500, 500. Okay. So, guy, deals. Look at the packaging. It's only rich people that are eating our Akara. Not this Akara everywhere. It's like, <laughs> See, I've given an idea to somebody now, and 10% is my own. <laughs> it's using your head. Innovation is doing an old thing in a new way. That's what innovation is. I can't have been there for a long time. People still sit down and fry. People are there, make a test. No, there's a different way. See, and I trust that God will help somebody start that business. I remember me. The Jewish sense. My spiritual father is a Jew. His name is Abraham. So I always think of how to do an old thing in a new way. Huh? Phones have always been there, right? So now we have mobile phones. Then we made them more fun. For your phone right now is a computer. So think, use your head. Everything you are doing, every business you are doing, reinvent it. 
Are you following me? And you will make more money. This phone here is a phone no call and receive. It's half a million. 530,000 when it came out. It's just call and receive. But they did the phone in a different way. So what you do? Do it in a different way. Give it a little twist. Then charge for it. Then charge for it. See, that's the way life works. Everybody has salon, 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 salon. Then open a salon. And beside the salon, there's snacks. Beside the salon, little boutique. Because women like clothes. Beside the salon, make it a one-stop point for what women need. Because as they are waiting, women, are, women like looking. Okay, my turn here. Let me check the boutique. Then she will pick something from your boutique. Remember me all? She pick something and check necklace. She's waiting. Give them numbers. As they come, you know, give them something, something to keep them waiting. Maybe some, a little snack or something. They inside the money, they'll pay for the hell. Oh, so nice. That place where you go, the way they'll treat you. Because they want to collect your money. Say sense. See, mama put is what became a tree. That's mama put. What do you want? Rice? Um, what, what kind of meat or fish do you want? That's mama put. They just put glass. To collect your money, mama put. It's a civilized mama put. So, you two think, this thing you are doing, how can I do it differently to collect more money? This is turning to a business session right here. See, so that's the way it works. That's the way it works. If I were in business, because I will enter later, the Lord is not allowing me to later. When I enter, some people are like, hey, I thought of this thing before. I did not know that. Uh, hey, you now realize that money, you think 50,000 thoughts every day. 8,000 of them are ideas. And all it takes to be a billionaire is one idea. So that means every day, opportunity for at least a billion, it passes you every day in your mind. But because you were never taught to take responsibility, you let it waste. Because the Bible says, the slothful does not take that which it roasts in hunting. It does not roast it. So it wastes it. Ideas are passing your mind every day. Quality ideas that can change this world. But no sense of responsibility. Hello? Hello, Apostle. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. Where does, sir? Yes, sir. Sir, you know there's lockdown. Yes. Uh, sir. There's lockdown. Yes. Now, you know there's lockdown. Have they changed the rules? No, there, there's lockdown. Uh-huh. Sir, so, um, so in this lockdown, uh-huh, things are not the way they should be. Okay? So what do you want me to do, sir? Sir, it's the lockdown. Sir, he's begging. Another one is called an apostle. Things are tough. What are your suggestions for a young man? I say, okay, if I were you, what do you do? I do like this, like this. Okay, freak. Do like this, do like this, like this. Thank you, sir. It's gone. Apostle, yes, sir. A young man in this ministry sent me a text 
that he had managed one million dollars. One million, my wife knows what I'm talking about. One million dollars from the teachings from this altar. See, I show you how to do life. If you listen, you cannot be poor. Stop begging. Think. Because your relative should you therefore send me for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Next. It says, now Laban had two daughters, the elder. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Next. Leah's eyes were delicate. You know, maybe she has a below eye. Only God knows how the eye is. So men of God have been saying her eyes like this. I pass eye, I pass for only God knows. Her eyes were delicate. That's what we know in the Bible. Delicate eyes. But Rachel was beautiful of form and appearance. That means she said, you know what I mean? She said, back and front, she said, form, appearance, face, set. Look at the next verse. Now Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will serve you. Notice, he made a choice, loves the choice, but watch this. I will serve you seven years. Rachel, your younger daughter. Seven years. Nobody told him. Only him said seven years. So if you cannot wait, you don't love her. Say, Apostle, my body, they do me one kind. The reason your body is doing one kind, you lost her, you don't love her. Because lost requires instant gratification. Love says we want to build a life together. If it takes time to, to do it, the better for us. Next verse. 19. And Laban, Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than I should give her to another man. Stay with me. Next. So Jacob served, uh, served seven years of Rachel and they seemed only a few days to him because of the love he had for her. So if you cannot wait, you don't love her. There are people who come here, we, they want to marry, and I say, okay, let's take it six months, cancel it. No, we cannot. Why can you not? Not. Because of the fact that we are from the north. And one of the reasons, hear me, for marital difficulty is a lack of premarital counseling. You cannot have a fulfilling marriage without proper preparation. Because high expectation, based on low preparation, is the key to frustration. So you must be willing to wait. Are you out there? So you've seen, if you love God, it's an action. You wait. Love is patient. Is this helping anybody today? So you do the word, John 14, 21, quickly, so we can go to the next service. You have my commandment and kiss them. It is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my father, and I'll love him and manifest myself to him. You see that? And how does God manifest himself to us? Through the Holy Spirit. So the more you do the word and comply with the word of God, God will be showing up in your life in different ways. Verse 22 and 23, quickly, please. It says, Judas only carried said to him, Lord, how is it that you manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Next, verse 13. 
Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him, and will come to him and make our home with him. Manifest presence. You want the richness of God's presence? When you see something in the word of God, you do it. That's the key to the power. Are you following me? That is the key to the power. Look at this very quickly. Acts 7, 51 and 53. Acts 7, 51 and 53. It says, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. Next, please. It says, which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one, of whom you have now become the betrayers and murderers. You see that? So your reaction to the church is the proof of your love for God. If you love God, there's the way you react to the body of Christ. Jesus said, whatever I do to the least of this, that's what you've done to me. Am I right, church? Then he says, look at verse 53. Who have received the law by the direction of angels and have not kept it. So whenever you, you know this is what the Bible says, and you rebel against it, you have rebelled against the Holy Spirit. You are resisting the Holy Spirit. So doing the word is one of the keys to intimacy. God will be close to you. He will show you things. The other day, I think I was talking to my wife. I just walked into the hallway, and the Lord spoke to me. and said, I love you. I said, I love you too. See, God loves you unconditionally. That is the truth. But Jesus said, if you keep my word, you do what I say, you love me. Because of that love, I will give you something special. You will have divine encounters, unique divine encounters, and I have them. I have unique divine encounters. These little children have unique divine encounters. My daughter was talking to me the other day, and um, she told me something, and I said, um, Ah, is it that you had a nightmare? I said, No. You know, it's strange. Nightmare. No. I told her, I said, that's, that's beautiful. Sometimes they don't have nightmares. She just woke up in the night. If I remember when she was about two years old or so, that she woke up and sat on the edge of the bed. And you were concerned that why are you awake? He said, Jesus appeared to her and told her that he is coming. See, unique encounters, unique encounters. Your house will be his address. The one you know what the Bible says and you're doing your own thing. Hallelujah. Look at this. Matthew 7, 24. Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to what? A wise man. Now, this word refers to a smart man. I will liken the wise man who built his house on the, on the rock. That means whatever you do, if you do it based on the word, it is built on the rock. Am I right? It says, therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine and does them, I will like him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Verse 25. It says, and the rain descended, one. The floods came, two. And the winds blew and beat on that house. Three. It did not fall. Why? It was founded on a rock. What is he saying? Doing the word gives you stability. The rain descended. The floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house. 
Now means lockdown came and it was still going well because it was built on the word. Look at the next verse, 26. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man. So Jesus said, if you refuse to do my word, you are acting like a fool. So every time you negate the word of God, you are being foolish. He says, we'll be like a foolish man who built his house on what? On the sand. So how are you building your life? Are you building your marriage? Is your marriage built on the word of God? Is your, marriage, is your business built on the word of God? Is your family built on the word of God? Is your, is your finance or your, your income built on the word of God? In the midst of the lockdown, God was blessing this commission. In the midst of the lockdown. In the midst of the lockdown, because heaven was not locked. Are you following me? In the midst of it. See, when you realize that you need to build your life on the word by doing the word, so God can show up on your behalf. During this lockdown, one of my sons thought to me that, hey, apostle, you need security. And it means of a lockdown. And that's money. Admin cost and my officer's cost. Blessed men that are working with me, they are blessed. They are good men. Now, that money didn't come from my pocket. At least for the first three months, it didn't come from my pocket. Now, in the midst of the lockdown, in the midst of the lockdown, are you following me? See, are you building your life on the word? It says the rain came. The floods came. The wind came. Look at the next one. It says, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. Why did it fall? Because of the wind? No. Because of the rain? No. Because of the flood? No. It was the foundation. If you are living your life outside the authority of God's word, that life has no future. When trouble comes, you sink immediately. See, doing the word, doing the word is so important. Doing the word, that is the way I regulate my life. Yes, my wife, you don't need to, to, to lie. Yes, my wife. The word governs everything. She knows her husband. Bible. No, the Bible says, says that. No, the Bible is against that. And that's where we are raising our children. There the word has final authority. No child here hides to go and watch television. No child to put on the TV and or change it to cartoon. If it's on another channel, they come, Daddy, can we watch cartoon? They say, yes. And they go and watch cartoon. I say one hour or two hours. And as I come there, I say, your time is up. They give me the change it, put it on the Christian channel. Give me the remote and they walk away or they watch with me. No stress. No stress. Is your family built on the word? Why is your son acting like a devil? Wake up in the night and 
You come and watch television. Reduce the volume slowly. And from him sleeping in the sitting room. I see some people are doing it. If you know you, you did it, wave your hands, give God praise. You are not out now, God has delivered you. Wave it, let God see you. Una plenty. Wave it, wave it, let God see you. It's the way you were raised. These golden children, I, I see them as golden children. For a child not to need supervision. While they were growing up, that's how they wake up and say, we read our Pusams. Chase Alex, I say Pusams. <laughs> you know Pusams? Psalms. She's pronouncing the P. She, she didn't know then it was silent. But Pusams. Small children. Discussing serious doctrinal issues yesterday. Serious doctrine. About the seven horns and seven eyes and the two horns. I said, no, that one, the two horns one is the Antichrist. It was seven eyes and seven horns to Jesus. Seven horns, yeah. Then we're explaining, because they need to understand that that other lamb is the Antichrist. This this is the false prophet. This other lamb is Jesus Christ. Small children. But another one, children, mommy and wondering small stuff. When in your house you are dancing to worldly music, parents who chop my money, uh, chop my money, I don't care. Now this boy is stealing money. So you mean you took the money? Mommy, I'm sorry. So you've been taking since mommy, I'm sorry. Are you a thief? Chop my money, chop my money, I don't care. And you care and you're not saying chop my money? The word of God. The reason why your life is hard today is not a lockdown. It's the foundation of your life. The rains descended. The floods came. The wind blew. The other one stood because it was found on a rock. Hear me? The same problem you are facing, somebody else is facing it and overcoming it. So make up your mind after this service, whatever you see in the word of God, you are going to do it. Stop being rebellious against the word of God. That's why you see your life sinking. You know people have made more money in this lockdown. You have a restaurant. Start a delivery business. Just that this lockdown is getting over by June, people are going to school. It's an opportunity. You just put your phone there, delivering food to homes. Some people don't know how to cook because they're from a priestly family. It's only burnt offering they offer. So you send them soup. I'm giving someone this idea now. Soups. So you put it on. I know you go is hearing now very well. So you put, you package the soup and say soups. You want a full pot of Erika and Kong, a full pot of uh, Afang, a full pot of uh, whistle again, white soup, a full pot that will tell you, you will cook it and deliver it to them, the pot, and they will pay for it. That's what you'd have done in the lockdown. Make your money. See? Be a doer of the word. Be, just think if I was in business. This lockdown, I'd have locked down many businesses. By the time the business resumes, their customers are gone. 
delivering, delivering, delivering. Let the Holy Ghost, let the Holy Ghost have a place in your life. See, that's why these ideas are not coming to you. The average woman does not know how to cook, but she's an expert in makeup. And draw the line on my fallacy, be fallacy. But come to the port now, it's another thing. Test it, test it. Is it done like this? Like the lady that was telling another lady said, Today I made jollof yam. What is jollof yam? Yam porridge. Is jollof yam. You can see how ignorant she was. According to who you told to, was it wash rice or who that was thinking to go and wash the rice with Omo? You are laughing, only God knows your own. Like the young man complaining that they gave him salad, we're not done. Salad, not done. Salad. We'll continue next service. Bow your heads for a moment, please. It is time to tell the Lord, Lord, whatever I see in the Bible that is that you said for us to do, I will do it. Tell him. So that ideas will be coming to you, money-making ideas. You don't sink when everyone is sinking. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Father, as you show me in the word, I will do it. As you show me what the word of God says to do, Father, I will do it. I refuse to make excuses. I need a better life than what I have right now. Father, what you show me in the word, I will do it. You're not suffering because life is hard. It's the foundation. You're not a doer of the word. See, the flood comes to everybody. The rain comes to everybody. The wind comes to everybody. The lockdown came to everybody. If it locked you down, you had a faulty foundation. So please align your foundation today. Jesus, Jesus, I want to be a doer of your word. Jesus, I yield my heart to be a doer of your word. The Bible said that man will be blessed in his deed. Talk to God quickly. Align your heart for the doing of the word. Align your heart. Father, no more arguments with your word. Whatever I, I see in your word, I'm going to do it. No more argument with your word. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, no more argument with your word. As I say to the word, I will do it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise a people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biogulu, Yenegua, Bayoso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.com. .org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 
0302-382-7072 or 0805-120-4708. God bless you.